Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 360 View. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. Welcome back, viewers, to another episode of 360. How are you, Ben? Tremendous. And yourself? That's good. I'm very good. Very, very good. How have you been? Yeah, well, starting to get a bit warmer. Yes, very nice. Where we are, it's meant to hit 40 tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, starting to get a bit hectic for summer again, as we, um, it's not quite summer yet. We've still got a couple of weeks to go and we're, we're already in those, those uh, disgusting temperatures. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> nice, but not it disgusting does, yet, but it's, it's um, warm. Yeah, warm, yeah, very warm, mm-hmm. very warm throughout the day. Makes you sweat a bit more when you work out. Yeah, and probably people starting to think about changing their times when they work out. Oh, yeah, not working out like 9 a.m., 5 p.m. or pushing Midday's that. Midday's and things like that. Dark starting, hits. Starting to get away from doing that as far as doing it in more of a comfortable or relaxed early morning or later evening. Mm, absolutely, because it gets to that point like in, at Christmas time, like you walk outside and you, you sweat. You're not working out, you just walk outside for a minute and you, you sweat. For where we are, yes. Yeah. It's not, summer is never a, um, oh, sorry, Christmas is not a, a, a white Christmas. It might be snow, it might be um, sand at the beach, but at not. Christmas is beach and swimmers. Yeah, beach and swimmers, that's right. Not, yeah. Um, not, yeah, not, not white, not what a white Christmas. No, not jumpers and long pants snow. and jackets and beanies and stuff so yeah it's, it's uh, certainly a bit different sometimes for what everyone talks about exactly but yeah so where are we heading okay. today Katie um so for today what I wanted to have a little bit of a talk about was uh surrounding the individualized programming um so individualized programming is definitely something that is growing currently um for good reason as well um as people divide up obviously over the last about 10 12 15 years group fitness has been massive um i think it's been the biggest yeah i think it's been also the group fitness model has been the biggest growth explosion Mm -hmm. um i don't think we'll see that as far as how it works in that uh especially the emergence of some uh different modalities and different things that happens with it but it is had a massive explosion group fitness and Mm -hmm. how we can get around it so yes you are correct with that yeah huge huge explosion um and then from that from a lot more people obviously delving into that fitness space and starting their gym programs um and starting really really getting a love for fitness and for exercise and for training and any kind of movement, we're getting a lot more people wanting to get a lot more specific with it, which is then where individualized programming comes out of that. Um, So I know something we've discussed a lot is how what individualized programming actually entails. So we're going to cover that today, what it actually goes into it, what you can expect. And the other thing is when to look at it as an option and how you know whether it's an option for you. So generally we find that If you're looking, if you have any skill limitations, it's definitely an option for you. So some skills that you want to progress forward further. Um, If you're an athlete with a goal, you might um, be a beginner who needs a little bit more support. You want to go into that individualized programming or that one-on-one model for a period of time to then get that really good basis of movement patterns and skills and things to then go into a group model because you like that social aspect. Um, People who may spend all day with people and they don't want to be in a group full of people at the end of the day that's another option Um, another one we find is people with bad movement patterns or compensation patterns so their body isn't quite working how it should getting that sorted Um, and then the other thing is if people are injured from training as well that's another path they're kind of the main paths that we see people 
if they're in that area, then they take the individualised. More funnelling into individualised mm. stuff or, or sort of that fork in the road to decide whether individual is potentially better for you with your outcomes. Absolutely. And you can do a hybrid mix between your individual and group so that you have that social outlet, but you also have everything that you need. Um and you may be training at different facilities for that to get that yeah. uh, with online stuff as well as in a, a facility itself, just doing a generic group stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're specifically training somewhere for your individualized stuff that you've mm-hmm. got goals or um, aspirations to where you're heading uh, yeah. with what you're doing. Goals, needs and wants that then require that individualization within that A bit program. more hands or a bit more hands or a bit more visual mm. uh, with people actually watching what's going there. Yeah. And the beauty of having a individual coach is that your coach then becomes the person who is thinking for you in that workout a lot obviously you're still thinking but thinking a lot for you they're going through all of the technical where you should be and what you should be doing in their head when you're training so that then they can tell you the exact information that you need to know when to pick it up when to back it off whatever that is for you they're being able to step out and talk to you about what the goal is out of what you're doing yes it's not necessarily sometimes about uh, depending on exactly what's happening in every sort of millisecond of that workout but Mm. sometimes you you need to have your coach should be discussing with you as far as what's the potential aim out of this and how's this stepping so it's not realistically along a lot of the time for you to question every single rep of every single movement that's why like you had said is it's taken a little bit away from you you're giving someone control of doing that to make sure with the thought that they've got the experience or know where you're heading or know what the end goal is for you so making sure that they've sort of got that in the back of their mind and you've communicated that so there's no good going into an individualized setup if you don't communicate to your coach exactly what your end goals and by that too you can definitely flail and and in the middle decide or somewhere decide that that potentially is maybe you've changed what goal you're heading towards Mm -hmm. a comp a a sporting event or something that you've got going on and it may change the dates or different time frames may may change that's fine but it's being able to make sure that you don't get mad with who you're dealing with if you haven't communicated where this has changed. So mm-hmm. uh, the whole idea of the, the individualized coach is to make sure that they've got your best interests, everything's sorted, this is the step process we've get. We can't get to step five and suddenly you've changed the goalpost but you haven't communicated to your coach mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're angry with where they're sending you or where they're heading because mm-hmm. you've suddenly changed where you actually want to be. So that's that's fine and we know that, but, but you need to be on board with it and have that talk so it's it's being that you're going to be in close contact when you've gone to an individualized program uh, with someone with certain skill things or with certain movement things communication big issue with some of that sometimes has to be key and it has to be that two-way as well so that you know exactly what that goal is headed towards because your coach will always be the one that sees you reaching that goal even sometimes before you see yourself so they will see the step-by-step process that they need to take you to in order to see you achieve Um, if you are someone who doesn't have a lot of faith in your own abilities then from there they're normally the person who can see you exactly where you're going to be and they're going to guide you to be able to see that yourself as you both work on that path there yeah um so then with our individualized programming then we go into what you expect from yourself from that from your coach because you both have a responsibility 
to you've you've got buy you've got buy in yeah you've got buy in for this individualized stuff Mm. so it's making sure that you've you've both brought that in and you both are on the same path yeah so whatever that goal is whether you have like certain physiques goals whether it's a performance goal an outcome whether you're looking to get out of pain um whatever that is you should expect a step-by-step process at the start to be outlined to as to how we're going to get here as to here's how many sessions you need to train per week here's the time commitment that you need to make to that goal to get it by the timeline that you want um here's what we're going to need to do in your program step by step whether for example you're an athlete you have compensations and you're in pain but you want to get to a performance goal first step is going to be getting you out of pain second step improving those compensation patterns third step then improve improving your performance yeah and getting your comp ready so then you get that step by step process moving through so that you're fully aware of what's going to happen yeah, for sure. You need to make sure that you're on the path and we all know what, how it's going to get you there. And like you said before, some people are only in the here and now, especially if they're doing this to get out of pain or their movement stuff is happening. They're really in this day-to-day of living and dealing with it and they can't end up seeing the end goal of being out of pain or or knowing what they're doing. So it's making sure that there's that, that good a good step-by-step thing that that your coach has taken off you and knows that they've got people either out of pain with similar issues that you're you're doing or similar patterns that have happened with you to make sure that you can end up getting to that end goal of being without pain and moving um, so you can get back to being either in the gym or being doing what you're doing without having that niggle or that pain um, Mm. happening and just be prepared as well for that coach that you have um, engaged with to pull you up a lot earlier when you may have any issues like that. If they see any compensations because their eyes are on you and you only. If they see any compensation, anything funky that's going on, if you because you have such an open and honest communication with them, if you tell them your shoulder's feeling a little bit funky, your knee's not great today, mm. then what happens is they're going to pull you up a lot earlier to fix that as soon as it happens. It's not going to be, we know that sometimes in a class model, either being in the mix of a class, you can really dull it down a little bit because you really want to do that workout. So you can just not tell the coach that's there that you're in pain and they're probably not going to notice. Nine times out of 10, they're not going to notice that something's a little bit off because it is so minor. If someone's training you you regularly, they're going to see it before you even tell them. They're normally going to see exactly what's going on and, they'll ask you what's going on with that shoulder that's not looking how it should or that's dropping yeah or something's happening yeah something's happening there and because if they start to get that uh time or overbuild that relationship over time of seeing how you're moving knowing what's going on uh, they can usually tell with eyes just specifically for you which is what you're you're looking for Mm -hmm. is that something's not quite right yes and you might not be used to that full pulling up and fixing immediately but you might have a session planned with say two components something starts going not quite right or they can see something going on in the first component they're going to pull you up as soon as that happens if it's a case of not being warm enough then that gets fixed straight away or if it's something else that needs to happen there they're going to pull you up straight away try and fix that issue potentially skip the second half of that first component and then move into the second yeah but even though you might find that whether that's um, just a little bit different to what you've normally had experience with you have to recognize the benefit of getting something sorted straight away so that then when you move in 
to your next component you move into your next day you're fine like you're good to go you're not waiting on this niggle to get better for three weeks you're finding out why is this happening what's going on how do we fix it right now and you're making sure that that doesn't end up getting to screaming at you yeah so your body's just giving you a bit of a hey there's something going on here and with someone watching with eyes on you they're able to help you listen to that know whether it's something that they need to push Mm -hmm. to or something that they need to pull back from. So it's sort of playing that game as well. And it's on a case by case, day by day, as you're going through to ensure that we're able to make sure you're progressing through to that end goal, which is obviously what we talked about before is you've always, you've communicated that, you've made sure that we're all on the same path. Mm. We're not sort of diverting from where we're heading. Yeah, and let's be completely honest, it's very, very easy to think that something's going to go away or let's just ignore it because this looks a little bit fun and it's really not that bad or to have or to ignore the important stuff that you need to do because it's really not fun. You have to make yourself do it and it can be quite boring if you don't have that strong reason reason why behind doing it Mm. so it's someone to help you through that do it and someone to make it a little bit more fun than just standing there doing your accessory and rehab work by yourself yeah it's never fun when you're ending up being out of the game doing stuff like that Mm -mm. you feel like you're going backwards when actually it's what you need to do to get that plateau again or get that nice good uh, level surface to start from or a level Mm. playing field to get going again so you need to do a bit of a realignment reset and then go again Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, with that, then we need to probably have a bit of a talk about what goes on as far as in the class model, what we're looking for and when we should potentially look at heading out of a class model and what happens in class models, especially we know with, um, with ourselves is seeing some of that programming and doing that around what happens in a normal class is completely different to what's going to happen in individualized for you because as we said before, we've ended up trying to nut down on a good goal or a goal that you particularly have. So therefore we've done the steps to that. Whereas in a class model, that's not necessarily where we're heading. We do have goals for what we're looking for, but progressively we've got to look at how that plays out in a class model as well. Yeah, because someone wants, someone might want a specific skill or a goal to be extracted from that class model. They're like, oh, I'm going to go to this class and this is my goal. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the fastest path to get there. You might get there, but it might be a year and a half down the track. That's right. It's a long, it's a long, it could yeah. be a long term. I mean, and that's what works through in that, uh, that general class model is their skills and progressions and things that are picking up but it's not on such a short time frame potentially to what you can get if you're individualized because that's then looking at how you're handling those skills, where you're able to develop them better to able to get to the next step and where potentially you're falling back on. So you can end up getting that and playing that game whereas in a class setting, it's got to be made very broad range. So it's got to be able to be, you may as well say that the brackets that you're working in in a class and a, and a general um, preparedness, a general um, model is very wide because we yes. want a class, we want to get that to a wide, broad range of people. Is that when we start to come into that, um, that individualized, that's coming down very narrow onto you mm-hmm. and how you're reacting, how you're, whether you need more skill work in something to be able to get a, a better skill. Yeah, because it becomes far more specific. And like, we know that from seeing how, like the aims we have when programming as well, um, because both of us program for our gym as well as then our individualized model and individualized clients as well. So we've seen both sides and how that actually works and our aims in doing that. Mm. So with your classes and your people, your aim with them 
is to give them as many movement, like get them through all of their movement patterns, keep it in a fun sense. Um, keep them healthy. Keep them healthy. So Make you sure you're them, not overloading too many systems. Yeah, you're keeping their bodies healthy. You're keeping, making sure they have heaps of energy. You're making sure that their muscles are engaging. You're making sure that they get access to all of these different ranges of motion, a little bit of mobility work, enough strength work, enough conditioning, enough skill. You're mixing all of these different components and then you're putting them all together. You're not specializing in any one so then you think you give them like a pull the push you give them a squat a deadlift like you do all of these different movements and components and conditioning and time frames all together you're mm. taking all of these things and you're putting it into one because it becomes enjoyable and it becomes they can do that for the rest of their life it's coming the hour out of their day they're feeling better they're looking better they're able to still move the next day. We don't want it so that the next day that they've they're not able to do something. We're making sure that people are keeping getting the correct amount of volume and intensity mm. throughout their week or throughout their months to ensure that they can keep coming back. Yeah, because they're happy and they're healthy and they're and they're good. It's only then when you want to step out into a more specific skill that you're looking for, whether a skill and that's, or and goal. that's also that's also where you need to be able to communicate that with whoever's either pro, not program but, but certainly coaching or whatever mm-hmm. jimmy going to is to say potentially what i'm looking for out of this is not in a class model mm. because the thing is for us is is when you see it and and you have so many people a percentage of the population looking for certain different things that start to sort of head towards a specific program for a skill or mm-hmm. for something or for a goal that's fine we just can't anticipate that the 5 or 10% are the masses of the 100% that end up being in the gym. So mm-hmm. there's not Jenny from, you know, that, that stack shelves at Woolworths that really wants to think about squat snatching her whole body weight mm-hmm. in the next six months. And you have to be able to cater to that broad range of people to keep them happy and healthy. And and that's being and that's communicating and knowing that that's, a, that's not yeah. what their goal is and being understanding potentially it's not the program for that mm-hmm. you need to take yourself into somewhere not somewhere to say else but look at communicating that and asking that yeah asking yeah. is this potentially a, can i look at doing a individualized programming this is my goal and mm. this is where i want to head exactly i think so um so then if we look at from there depending on what that goal is for you um the benefits, like massive benefits of individualized programming, obviously it's super different. In a class, you have the vibes of the other people and it's a little bit more fun. Whereas in an individualized program model, it does take a little bit more of a serious note to it. And that's purely because it's you and one other person. Yeah. It's you and the coach. Eyes on, seeing what's going on, knowing every rep, every set, Mm-hmm. watching what things potentially pulling weight off mm-hmm. putting weight on if your rpe or your perceived exertion feels good yeah. they can potentially look at today's the day we need to up weights here so there may be a day when everything's going all right that it came in and you were thinking you were doing 80 kilo front squats and suddenly everything's looking good and so suddenly you're doing 100 kilo because yes. things are looking well you know like your progressions of going all right and so your coach has decided that today's the day we're going to give it a bit more of a push Mm -hmm. which in that speeds up the process in itself because you're not going through massive periods of trial and error either you're generally a lot shorter with those um, and you can get more specific uh, data driven training sooner plus also then you're not getting um, 
you're doing things that are maximizing and you're working off of feel for a lot of it. The data, the technical knowledge and how you feel are all massive feedback givers for them to influence your program for that coach as well. So that probably two of our major, major benefits of that is it speeds up the process and it gets rid of that like that And you, you can period. put an end date or an end goal at it. So you know that that's and how you step towards it. Absolutely. Um, so then there, we do find that you get much more of an in-depth dive on the rounded approach to your life with this year. So obviously class will cover, again, a broad range of things, but to get a really deep dive on things like your mindset and how your head works, if you have things that are constantly recurring, if you have a coach that is aligned with what you're doing and is quite skilled in their field they're going to start looking into things that into your mindset that might be limiting you they start to to really nut down or drill down on the one percenters yes the little looking for the one percenters especially if you're looking for a performance goal uh, a certain sport something that you're heading Mm. towards they'll start to nut down on the one percenters that can potentially help outside of whatever you're training or however that's working so that they can make sure that you're at your peak or being able to make sure that you're available to train at your best at those times yeah so they end up making sure that that can be um, drilled down on if it's not feeling good the hydration if your food nutrition hasn't been on point if things aren't your sleep something's happening you're traveling you're doing whatever that's being able to make sure that they can sort of really get that set down and see what your schedule is and when you're going into this is making sure you're open with the whole picture the The big picture knowing what's going on with everything Mm -hmm. and making sure that you know that on a thursday night you have to take johnny for soccer practice and he ends up having to you're not going to get home before nine o'clock or 9 30 so training early in the morning on a friday is not going to work because you're only going to be working on six hours sleep potentially Mm -hmm. could be a bad time it's making sure that you know what your schedule and how this is going to fit in it and that's where this can be really tailored to what you're doing and and that's what you're looking for is when you're going into that one-on-one coaching to do it is to really look at making sure that everything's going to the pieces are going to fit together yeah definitely making sure that everything slots because then you're also going to be drilling down on say all of your skills and your patterning and obviously we know that any technical work that you do whether that be skill or movement patterning we want to do it when you're fresh yeah, and, so, and when everything's working together, your coordination, your yeah. uh, you know reactions, everything's fine. Mm. We don't want to be doing high reps of that under fatigue until you've worked up to where you are and you can do that muscle memory without thinking about that patterning. Exactly. And when you can have that ability to move it to where that is and potentially a day is planned and the coach is able to switch days for you because you know that you're tired, you've had six hours sleep last night for whatever reason, you haven't eaten well the day before, and then you can take that day, which was going to be super technical, which is not going to work now, you're not going to get the same benefit, and just switch it for another day. Yeah, and, and that's being able to communicate. Yeah, that's mm. that communication to know that you can do that with that or know that how you're going, it's going to put you backwards if you do push through it and, yes. and knowing that your coach can communicate that with you. Absolutely. Um, so then from there, when you're looking at finding your coach, you're looking at finding who you're going to work with for this individualized program model, be it online, in person, whatever that may be, whether they're training you for a certain amount of time, whether they're just giving you a program plus like a catch up every week. Um, Some questions that we've formulated to ask 
this person or to ask yourself about this person by all means like have a meeting with your coach first that you're looking at and make sure that there's someone who aligns with what you want we formulated a list of questions for you that you can then ask to make sure that you're not going down the wrong track for a couple of months and then getting frustrated we can shortlist this is some stuff that Mm. you can end up shortlisting for it so um it's make sure that you're able to get the people that you want to see or want to like you say go on either interview or, or have a sit down or contact actually specifically contact or messaging and emailing or whatever is to make sure that you're getting to the right people and not sort of bantering around people that potentially could end up mm. taking you not onto where you're wanting to be or seeing that end yes. goal and we would love to think that every trainer or coach or anyone if they don't fit with you would tell you we're not a good fit but potentially try this person as much as we would love to think that and we're trying to get more of that in the industry is getting people to be able to say no we're not a fit because it's not going to be a benefit for either of you either the coach doesn't have the skills or the capacity or the knowledge there or the client is not a fit with their values to be able to turn that around often that doesn't happen and we are aware of that yeah Um, so that's when you have to take these questions into your own hands and really just play around with them there yeah just drill down on some of that stuff for it um so question number one probably the biggest one is does the coach have the technical knowledge for your goal and understand where it is what the goal is Mm. Understand it's, 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 ensure, it's ensuring to make sure that your coach understands what you're looking for. So you're not going to go to a synchronized swimming coach if you're actually wanting to get better at rugby. Probably not. That's probably not where you're heading. So you've yeah. sort of nutted out and tried to work out that if it's someone that's potentially you're wanting to do something specific with or their specific sporting goal mm-hmm. or performance goal, you're wanting to go to someone that actually understands what that sport is, mm-hmm. how it is, what the demands of it are and make sure that they understand where you need to be in your set position. If it's a team sport, potentially there's different things that you need, even though it's a game that, 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 um, you know, multiple people are playing, there's different positions and different positional requirements that you have. So as far as people playing certain positions, fullbacks, front rowers, every, whatever, you need Mm -hmm. to make sure they understand what you need. Yes, absolutely. And with that as well, whether you're looking at us as it as aesthetics or getting out of pain, either one of those, as well as sport. Again, people, the person you are hiring needs to have experience in getting, they need to have that results driven of getting people out of that in the past. They need to have that built up there of they, you know that they can do this so that you can trust that they're going to do the same yeah. for you as well. Um, question number two is, do they take a habit approach based, habit based approach? We got there eventually Um, to nutrition and lifestyle. So with this one here, super, super big. It's massive and you can drill down little bits on all that. And obviously it says nutrition and lifestyle. We talked about it before Mm -hmm. about ensuring that they know that where um, human beings are driven by repetitiveness or Mm -hmm. habits of what we're doing. So that's hence being what the habit-based stuff is mm-hmm. and then that's understanding that the habit base is forms into nutrition and to lifestyle and that encompasses that whole holistic mm-hmm. area so do they know everything and do they take an approach of nutrition 
outside the gym and inside all the facts together so understanding and being okay like you said is when you come in and you're fatigued and and haven't slept as well is potentially that's not the day to do a technical area and being able to say oh well too bad this is what we've got on for today and that's what we're going to do that's not what it is it's being able to make sure that you can they can sort of immalleable and change with stuff yes and also then ask the bit bigger question so why didn't you sleep well then how can we get you sleeping better? All right, so we find that this is a recurring habit yeah, for you if it does, bed. Uh, yes. How do we fix that now? Mm. Yeah, how do we tidy this up so it doesn't happen all the time because yeah. you're ending up going backwards or we're not able to do what we're doing and mm. now our time frame that was six months has now got to be 12 months or nine yes. months or whatever, you know, eight months because mm. this is putting us back all the time and we're not being able to hit those goals or those, mar- yes. those markers and those tests because as you go through, uh, you're doing your online um, programming or you're in one-on-one stuff is there should be test markers somewhere yes. that you know you can actually write down or physically see you are getting better at that. Yes. So at the six-month mark, we need you to be running at this pace for this long to be able to know that in the the nine or 12-month time, time you're going to end up being able to hit your marathon in this time yeah. or you're sprinting at this pace. So Absolutely. And I saw a quote the other day. Um, I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. It was It's a very old one, um, but it was that we're not we're human beings we're not human doings so often what happens when we give when you get a stock standard approach like a meal plan and it's follow this to a t follow this or a training plan that's follow this to a t there's no malleability if that's a word um mm. in either of those things oh, that's great mm. we're going to use it again Malleable. it's a thing now um mm. so when you get no um <laughs> malleability in either of these things then what happens is you're expecting people to be human doings you're expecting them to do the thing and for nothing to get in the way whereas people are actually human beings in that there's so many other factors that influence their life stresses that come in yeah so many things and so many changeable factors that then influence that nutrition that lifestyle that training program that we need to be able to move and flow and adapt with that and what's going on and then that's when we get the real results if you could in an ideal world stick to those programs that have no movement you'd get heaps better but we know that that just doesn't happen exactly right we know that that doesn't happen at all because everyone has other things to do and things demands people depending on you mm-hmm. you've got to go to work or you've got to go to here or you're running people to here and that and that now that time frame when you would normally have been able to eat at every three hours suddenly doesn't happen or mm-hmm. your sleep at that night doesn't happen because something happened and you've got a newborn baby and whatever that, that that's things that get in doing it so we've got to be able to adapt and overcome and that's the whole idea of doing this is to be able to make sure you can communicate and check with them that they do it so um the next one we have there is follow the assessments and not guessing so don't guess so that that takes the whole premise that at the beginning when you've sat down your coach is going to end up going through and assessing how you're moving what your skill set is knowing what you've got in the bank as far as how much you can push where you can't push what you can do what levels you can achieve mm. 
to know what needs to be worked on so that they know what to work on and progress you through to come go forward. Yes. So this comes with assessing those goals at the start too, as well as how your body moves. How your body moves is going to be absolutely vital to your goal, no matter what your goal is. Whether your goal is sports performance, um, aesthetics, getting out of pain, whatever it is, you're going to need to know where it works. Because even if you're looking at something like bodybuilding, you need to know how your muscles engage. If you can engage something to do like in your delt and you have trouble growing your delts you need to know why it's not engaging Hmm. so generally the first session that you have with someone whether that is um, a virtual session whether it's just a assessment that you submit online that you have to do some video work you have to do it could be an initial like hour in person that should almost be no sweat to start off with it should be seeing how your ranges of motion are um, how your body moves how everything flows any issues that you might have with the body and then you may have some component at the end or even in the next session where you really start to test the capacities that you're trying to improve so whether that's your breathing capacity whether that's a performance aesthetics again any of those where you start to test those then but it should always start with a movement basis first so that we can catch any potential for future um, pain or imbalances, imbalances yeah. at the start. Yeah, that's for Because you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success as you progress is to make sure that you know what's happening. And if something seems to start get a bit out of balance, mm-hmm. start to overdevelop in one area or certain things are doing more, then you need to be able to make sure that they can assess that and change and go to the other way. So make sure they can oppose it to make sure you don't get out of out of balance with it. I think so. Um, And then the next one is, do they listen with empathy? And that's a big one with communication, I think. That's the biggest thing is having that open relationship with your coach or with with everything is to be able to explain to them what's going on, what's happening, how you're feeling on the day, when you're doing what you're doing, what's happening, is is just to make sure that you've got that going on. Yeah, and can you tell that they honestly have your best interests at heart? Yeah. Because that's super important, is knowing that this person that you are going, you have to be able to put a lot of trust into them because you're putting your success, a lot of it, in their hands and you're trusting them with the process and you need to be able to trust them 100%. So if this person is going to listen with empathy when in the initial startup of it, plus also when you're going through is listen to what's going on in your life and really care about what's going on for you, that's going to be absolutely vital to your progress going forwards. Hmm. And, And making sure that you can communicate with that if something is happening and potentially you're not able to put the effort in or they understand that there's other things going on, as we said before, as being that human being stuff, is then to be able to maybe take a time where, hey, look, we're going to have to, we'll reassess this, things are going on, it's not going to be worth us doing it, maybe just take a little bit of a rest here and what we'll do is we'll just go general and we'll just make sure that we're just keeping you moving. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do anything. We'll give you a week to reset, like you're going away or something else is going on or whatever's happening outside mm-hmm. to make sure that they can listen, take that on board. It's not necessarily about them, the coach. No. It's more actually about you and understanding what you've got them to do mm-hmm. and what they're buying into to try and help you. So yes, a lot of the times coaches can be very results driven Mm -hmm. to be able to help them out as far as progressing to another person or a person that can go that they have worked with that has the same skills Mm -hmm. or or desires as what you have is to then make sure that they can totally see it in your best interest to say 
this is not where we need to push. This is where we need to back off. Yes, I'd be able to have that honest conversation because they go two ways. And when you develop a relationship with this person, it's going to be someone that obviously when you're one-on-one coaching, everything is 100% private and confidential. Yeah, understand. The only that. person that knows what goes on in that room is you and the coach. None of their colleagues know what goes on in that room. No one outside, none of mm. your friends, anything like that. So because that's 100% private and confidential, you have that trust in that person and they have that trust in you that you can communicate anything in that room that is going to help your coach make you a better person. Mm. And it's going to help you reach that goal a bit better. And it's going to be able to be honest with you when you need to be being honest with. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, so the other thing is making sure you can explain or they explain the intentions behind the program or behind what they've set out and the steps they've set out for you. So ensuring that that's been explained to you as far as where you're heading and what things they've seen from the assessment that you need to progress on. Mm. So the things that they've done that, therefore they've ended up putting out a program or setting out those steps and communicated to you to say, what we're gonna work on is you have some instabilities in your legs or in your you know knee or leg function is to make sure that then we end up saying, okay, so what we're gonna end up doing in the program is we're gonna look more at unilateral. We're gonna make sure that we're doing it as far as you're gonna do single-legged um, squats or banded things or lunging and doing it in different things front rack back overhead whatever and how it works is that's going to end up making sure they can explain how the intention is working and what we're working towards to get you better at that single leg instability that you have yes and that can come in two ways that can be verbal or written I really like written as well with it as a reference. verbal, just as a reference point for the both um, so that then you have that conversation with them so that they can explain to you. Um, we know that often in the start there can be some um, like terms you don't understand that they might be explaining to you and things that go through that way. So to get a report on what they found in your initial assessment plus then also um, some general things going forward that are going to be your focus points for the first lot of your training. Obviously, this report is going to be for the first lot of your training. It's not for the next three years that you're working no. with them. That's going to be reassessed. But getting this report through to you so that it is this is what we're looking this is what we're looking for and this is what you can expect going through. So it's all on the table for you. And then you can have a look at it and even be like, oh, I thought this wasn't quite right either when is this going to come up then that opens up the conversation for well to get to that point we need to do xyz and then we're going to be moving on to that point and it makes it a very clear concise way and and a bit of then understanding is when their intentions are is what you're doing as you step through it so you know where you're heading you can see that that by all means they have your best intentions for that end goal yeah to do it for you to do for sure um then from there is are they humble it's probably very it's a similar to what we were chatting before about listening with empathy yeah. thing. Are they humble? Can you have that open and honest open conversation? Yeah. Which is yep. pretty simple. Someone who can't get on the high horse and understand that everyone's got other stresses going on in their life, being understanding yeah. that that sort of who can yeah, back okay. it off when need be and not be so intent on the workout that they've written that That's there's exactly right. no way that you're doing anything and else. And then seem so disappointed in you that you haven't turned up ready to go for this because you've done yes. something or you've been kept up late at night or something else has mm-hmm. happened throughout your life. So that's making sure that they can end up being like that mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the last ones is 
committed to constantly learning. So the whole idea is to make sure that if you have something going on that you don't feel is working for you, is to be able to have the confidence that when you've discussed that with your coach or with whoever you've selected, is to know that that person doesn't necessarily need to give you the correct and straightaway answer or needs to be correct, but not give you an answer right at that spot. Sometimes we can end up saying, hey, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I'm going to go and reference a few things, double check on it, and then come back and tell you what they found or out of their previous knowledge and what's happened and how they've been trained or or readings that they've done or learnings and teachings that they've taken from is to give you a outlined answer for what you've asked or why what's happening and know that they're consistently learning with that and stepping forward as far as helping you out yeah super important Mm. so yeah just to make sure that you're able to keep stepping up everyone wants to wants to continually learn Mm. the whole idea and sometimes is to make sure that we get the chance to put it into practice help people out with them because sometimes it's just that either face-to-face or in person that can certainly make you be able to acknowledge what you've done Mm. and know that that's working or it's not working or put it into practice so it gives you a chance once you've trained and continually learning Mm. So they're all of our questions that we've put together for you um, so that you have a really solid understanding of what you're looking for. And hopefully that just gave you a few thinking points as to where you need to head when you are looking for someone and maybe some things that you hadn't considered looking for. That happen in individualized stuff. That can help because um, one thing that we are very strong believers in is that coaching and training, whether you're doing um, some form of any movement um it's about science and theory a lot of the time it's about the data driven um how we take theory we put into practice how your body responds um, but it's also very very strongly about the science of people so how people work how you can be best communicated with how that they can foster you to become the best person possible to get the best results possible as well and and with this individualized stuff and one-on-one sometimes you can just get a feel that this person is not and they may be perfectly fine and answered and ticked your boxes for the questions that you've decided to take from the ones that we've given is that, that there may just be not a connection there for you to feel that this person is someone I would like to work with mm. all the time or be able to spend because at the end of the day if you are training that four times a week or five times like depending on how much just think about that's the amount of time you're going to be spending with them so if they're not someone that has a connection with them then don't be feel bad is saying hey listen I don't think this is working for me yes and and we talked about it before is that someone could potentially say it's not going to work for us mm-hmm. but this person could be more along your psyche or more along what you how you're driven or, or what works for you because mm-hmm. what you say to someone in a coaching class and they don't pick up or it doesn't work mm-hmm. depending to what I say to someone that I say it the same thing but a different way mm-hmm. and how it's delivered could potentially make them react in different ways so it's mm-hmm. it's making sure that if you're not getting that good fuzzy feeling with it mm-hmm. it's okay to walk away and say hey i'm just going to try something somewhere else exactly. be fine and that becomes to the people that are humble and show yes. empathy and say that that's understandable everyone's different exactly definitely um and then with that too is knowing that they can have all of the technical knowledge and expertise in the field but if you don't mesh either value wise or personality wise it's not going to be in your best interests. um 
because their responsibility, yes, is to get you better in a technical sense and in a performance and goal sense, but their their goal is also to teach you more and to be able to connect with you more so that then, like we said, with those habit-based things, they can drill down quite a lot deeper. And if you don't have that platform where you guys mesh quite well, then it makes it really hard to communicate exactly what's going on and then how you fix that yeah you're almost sort of dancing around the elephant in the room sometimes because you know there's something you want to get out but it's not quite the feeling you have that this person's going to take it the right way or understand what's going on and by all means we've chatted about it as well this doesn't necessarily just have to go to um, physical performance as well this Mm -hmm. can be taken into coaching as far as um, you know, life coaching and, and everything like that. This can be taken business. It can be taken into a lot of stuff. This is how, this is what things are looked for in individualized programming mm-hmm. in a whole sense, as far as, you know, multiple points of things, you know, performance, strength, uh, aesthetics, mm-hmm. you know, competition, um, life, you know, mind setting, stuff like that. It, it can be taken very good. Nutritional, everything like that. Like that's still online coaching it's still individualized coaching it's still someone being one-on-one with you drilling down on what your goals and what your direction is too so this all this information and the questions we've said to you about um to ask yourself is stuff to ask for all those genres a coach of any description because the def a coach by definition is a person who makes you better in given field insert field there yeah, that's right. And and for that and skill development in mm. both business-wise and, you know, being a better person and helping you along is, yes. is taking that on board and being able to work with it in a lot of stuff. So it's being honest and open with yourself first on what you're looking for. If a general programming or GPP stuff is not for you, is not getting you the results you think you either aspire to or deserve for yourself in where you are in your life, that's the time to start having a good solid look at heading towards a more individualized program for that and a program model. Very nice. I think that's a good place to leave it. Sounds good. good. Alrighty guys. Well, I hope we've given you a few actionable things today that you can have a look at. Maybe a few thought points to do with your individualized versus your group, your general programming. Um, to go with there so by all means if you got value out of today's episode um, or you think that you know someone who could find some value in listening to a few of these things that we've discussed today um, make sure that you share this episode with them um, help us grow give us a like and a review and that helps us out there to reach more people and to grow that bit more and help more people Um, and if you have any questions as always send us a dm on insta facebook somewhere there um at 360view.co and we'll be able to help you out there but yes and if there's yeah anything that you need wish it for us to discuss or yeah. anything that you want to delve in further that we potentially have already looked at that you got value out of but wasn't quite 100 percent on some of the stuff with us by all means it can be broken down into individual bite-sized pieces for for all that stuff as well so you can certainly send us a, um, a message and we'll be definitely happy to chat about it absolutely Beautiful. Well, we will chat to you again next week. And we'll see you in the next one. Thank you, viewers, for tuning in to another episode of 360 View. You can follow us on Instagram at 360view.co to stay up to date with everything we're doing and tag us in your podcast listening. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a like, a review, and a five-star rating. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, give it a share. If you have any questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram, and we'll answer them in the show. 
Thanks again, viewers, and we'll chat to you in the next one.